Balls, 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 balls. Sporting Woods. Sporting Woods. Do you make me out to be an idiot? <laughs> TMO, take it to the square. Rugby, rugby, rugby. Line out. Scrums. Balls, 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 balls. Words and then make like a bye 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 bye. Hi, welcome to Sporting Woods. You're with Alex and Luke, and we're here on our second edition of our Rugby World Cup feature. Um, we're here to talk about the results of the quarters, the semis, all the knockouts so far, and also preview the final. How are you going, Luke? You enjoy mate, the finals, mate? Stoked. It's been fantastic so far. Ups and downs, you know. There's been tons of things. Yeah, I'm, I'm currently in my Wallabies jersey. It's time to bust them out. We'll put a you photo know. of that on uh, Facebook. Oh yeah, me and my chubby little. With your little chub. <laughs> Let's not talk about your little chub again. We literally don't need to bring up your little chub. God, I'm bloody. I'm, I'm talking about my chub, uh, my, my stomach. But <laughs> so starting off, obviously, if anyone is a fan, if you're an avid Woody, mm. then you would have noticed that we have got a Facebook page up. We'd like to say thank you for everyone who's liked us so far. If you want to tell your friends, give it a share. Come on our Facebook, and we'll. And like it's us. The best, yeah, like us. It's the best way to find out when the new episodes are up, when yeah. we're doing other activities, correct, and having a good time. So tell your friends. We're all loving rugby. We hope you do. So, obviously, quarterfinals weren't too good for the Northern Hemisphere, were they? Well, no, they got completely knocked out. But, yeah. you know, they kind of... Some of them really smashed. Yeah, yeah. It was interesting to see uh, France go down to uh, New Zealanders as badly as they did. Oh. Uh, you can see that they, they had a point to prove, I think, in Kiwis. but New Zealand, yeah, absolutely. absolutely. Had to make sure that they, they played well and they played clinically and look what they were able to do. So... That was that was good, you know. That, that was why I had France out. But look, I think you, you can't go past Australia and Scotland. That was a nuts yeah. little final. I don't know about you Aussies out there like me, but having to work at seven thirty in the morning when that's happening, <laughs> I didn't get to sleep till like three thirty, <laughs> and I had to work at seven. It was ridiculous. Like it was, it was like the adrenaline was too much. It was so exciting and exhilarating and Did you frustrating. Did you end up going back to sleep? Yeah, I got I got back to bed. I had a couple of hours, but yeah. but it was it was okay. But like seriously, yeah. I was sitting up and I was like, Man, that, that was the best. So yeah, all you other uh, Aussie fans out there that were doing the same, probably the South pain. Africans. Yeah, not South Africans, um, Scottish. Uh, you know, I, I, Scottish we, we all or UK. Yeah, I know, but there were still Scots here. And stuff, oh so, yeah, right. Sorry, yeah. expats. Yeah, got to um, go. On. Well, bringing up. Australia and Scotland, obviously, the talking point was mm. the the last sec, last minute penalty. Uh, yeah, do you know well, was the... well? What was the adjudication in the end? Is my question because I know that there um, was some controversy about it, but I never really looked into it because I figured I'd just keep on going. I was like, <laughs> I just, the decision's been made. I get to work. I, you know, that, I got, got the win. I got to <laughs> sleep. Yeah, exactly <laughs> yeah. right. Like I completely slept on it, and I was like, I don't I can care do anymore. We won the game, <laughs> and I was out. Fair enough. Yeah, no, basically, people are saying that I think the. I I personally just straight away think that it was a great call. Oh, it was. I, if, I think there's no way you can watch that footage and say that 20 from Scotland didn't attempt to... Like, if Nick Phipps wasn't there, he would have picked that ball up. Yeah. Because Nick Phipps was there and he was, they were about to have a contact, he turned and braced himself. Mm. It's come off him as well as Nick Phipps' hand. Mm. So, like, people are like, oh, come off Nick Phipps' hand. You're like, yeah, of course it did. But it also came off 20 yeah. as well, 20, yeah. which means he's played at the ball... Then a, a Scottish player in front of him has caught it. That's, That's always been offside. offside. That's the rule. So people, are, I don't know, they're trying to say, "Oh, you didn't play at it," but really, in my mind, that doesn't matter. Like, yeah. if the ball comes to me and I try and, and for some reason, I, well, not for some reason, I'm a retard. I drop it. Say it just comes off my knee and it goes forward to a player of mine. That's a penalty. 
Yeah, that's, how's it different you, here? Like, if it's anywhere, hand, no matter it how matter. you look at it, you have progressed the ball forward yep. whilst the person is and, on an offside position. And the person position. offside position is playing. So it's, it. it's, yeah, it's, it, yeah, at it's, the same it's, time, you it's can see. It's unfortunate. Yeah. Like, I'm not sitting there reveling in it. I, no, I, I think be, it's one of those rules for me. And if you're a, a league fan, you remember the first you know, round where the Bunnies played uh, the Bulldogs and uh, we had that big debacle with the big British man and he got sent and they broke out of Reynolds' uh, uh, ankle. Uh, and then he got the penalty, and it went right in front because it was a, a you know, like as oh, he that was trying to do the drop try. goal. No, and he did the oh. drop goal, and he missed the drop goal. Oh, it was a woeful yeah, drop yeah, goal. Yeah. But because he was tackled while it was drop goal, it meant that the kick was right in front. So everyone went nuts. Everyone was ballistic. The Bulldogs were throwing bottles and stuff. Remember? Oh, I do you remember, remember that. All that? Yeah, and I do remember that. Yeah. Bull, skinhead bloke. Oh, I should know this. I mean, he's a Welshman. Whatever his name is, he came out and he was like, oh, and he got sent. So that, like the dogs get off to a great start to the season. Yeah. But um, it was the same thing. The referee just went dip, but dip, but dip, because that's the rule. Because that's and, like, the rule. Yeah. I don't like, think the, Craig Joubert's ever had a great. I, I think if you really go back at some of the worst losses the Wallabies have had, he's yeah. been the ref. So oh, I don't he's think been he's been doing there. the Wallabies any favors. No, this is just the way that it went that time because game, that's yeah. the rule. He's gone. That's what happened. This is what happened. That, well, that means this. Look, that's the thing. And he would have just stood there and been like, I don't care what nine yeah, thousand people wins. think. Yeah. That's the rule. The interpretation I see and. Take what it. I found interesting, firstly, was that I'm not sure if I, I can't remember if ref cam was used that day, but I don't remember seeing footage of ref cam, which I think would have probably given a better view. Mm. I think I, I think a lot of people have just gotten caught up in the whole played at, in terms like he didn't accidentally go toward the ball, so technically he's played at. If Nick Phipps wasn't there, he would have got yeah. the ball, anyway, so he's played at. Look, it happened. We're yeah, sorry, Scotland, but I've, the fact is, I'm we not, got there. again. I don't say I'm sorry. I feel I feel dis- the only person I feel sorry for in this whole thing is Craig Joubert. Mm. I think, and I'm, you know, I, I'm not a big fan of Craig Joubert. It's more no. or less that these guys go out there and do a job. It's a very unforgiving job. Yeah, like no one really gives no credit to the refs. Where I think enough. they should get credit. I think they've mm. been terrific. There's been minimal controversies, and I don't count that as a controversy. I, I count that as sour grapes. Yeah, to me yeah. it appears very that, that was the very fans. yeah that was very the very salty. last. And I, I don't necessarily the, say the Scottish. Ones. Yeah, well, yeah. I don't necessarily say fans Scottish same, fans. Yeah, so it, yeah, before anything else, sorry, yeah, if you're listening to us or if you're coming from Facebook and uh, in the Reddit or whatever, I still think like the Scottish fans, the actual ones, understood it and took it. But there were a lot of sour grape blokes came but out. My, but which I, I think understand it's just where like the sour grapes come people. from because let's face it. No one expected in the 76th minute of that game for Scotland oh. to be up by two points. No, when, when no that, they had no right. I know it's not stage. sour grapes, and I'm not sitting here just because I'm an Aussie fan going, oh, I'm an Aussie, so yeah, it was a penalty. Like, as a rugby fan, if that was a game between Scotland and Wales, I would have still gone, that's a penalty. And I know that because when that fucking intercept, sorry, I shouldn't swear so much. Every time, when that intercept went, I didn't, I didn't sit there and go, oh, the ref, let's blame someone. It, my head just went down and I went, we lost, yeah. you know, like, and that's it that was, was crazy. Yeah, it was. It was, a, and that at three o'clock in the morning was, oh, it was unforgiving. So it was sitting, and me and Dan, and we've got a housemate in the room next to us, and we were just sitting there, and we we're just going like, no, <laughs> no, ah, yeah, and yeah. just like we couldn't help ourselves. It was like, oh no, we're done. Yeah. I can't believe that we're going to get beaten by Scotland. Yeah. And it was just like, and it's not the same that the Scottish. I don't know. They they played well, but like the tries they scored was one of the most absurd pieces of defense you've ever seen in your yeah, life. For his, yeah. The f- the second one was a charge down yeah. that just brain explosion folly. The key, that's he was the thing. Into minds. Yeah, he, I'll, I'll he get to that. To that but quicker, like, but. if I have to like, say one thing about the the final, we'll get to the final. We're going to the final. Yeah, we'll get to the final. But when we get there, I'll I'll, I'll think about that. Write it down. He, I think the chip kick. I think um, well, the question, the thing I've got here is: was the hype around the hype around the Australian Scotland controversy justified? And I don't think it was. I mean, it's just my opinion. I, yeah, I, I think fine. the hype and the whole controversy was it. more based around 
Scotland fans were like, oh my God, we've actually got a chance. And oh my God, a dumb penalty is how we lost it. They were just disappointed, which yeah, I understand but, too. Hey, but you don't need to the threaten a, a, a ref. And that guy, yeah. like, he copped a lot of threats. Like, and yeah. people gave him shit no one, then no one was... for running off the field. And you're like, dude, he saw a bottle thrown. Yeah. If you, if you knew 90,000 people were about to launch bottles at you, Would you, not you might leg it off the field too. <laughs> like, don't be a dick. Don't let the game become bigger than, like, people and shit. Yeah, the dude. fact that this is just a human being trying yeah, to do, do a job. Yeah, do a job. Yeah, that's like, and get you're over fucking, what, yeah. Yeah. And, then you have, made. and then you have dickhead Kiwis and dickhead Pommy fans coming out and being like, oh, imagine if it was the other foot. Australians are blah, 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 blah. And you're just like, well, dude, I'm a fucking Australian. When that intercept pass was taken, I wasn't sitting there going, fuck you, Craig Joubert, you made that intercept happen. Yeah. I was like, oh, no, we gave away an intercept. So I guess, yeah, there's the proof that I really did think we were going to lose and I wasn't looking to bottle Craig Joubert. So maybe yeah. have a look at yourselves before you fucking blame Craig Joubert or you don't let him into your country or whatever pathetic petition thing that these losers have done. But that's, yeah, you are a loser if you're doing that. Get over it. It's a game. Yeah, Spotting Woods. Yeah. Fuck you. Yeah, Spotting Woods. Fuck you. So we want to talk about why the Southern Hemisphere then was so dominant. Well, I think I think the main one about that is because uh, rugby down south seems to be of a, of a higher grade. The, the quality seems to be higher. Yeah. You have the, the, the rugby championship. Brian O'Driscoll was pretty high grade quality. He was, absolutely, absolutely. I don't understand that. But for some reason, they just the same as the rugby league has and as against the Super League. Mm. It's as good as it will. But I've watched games of Super League and I'm like, man. Or like seeing the plays of the days of like the Yeah, good. like watching like, the English Super League. Just like ran the, the league. hand through the ball. He just threw the hands and then like scored in the I try. Like, that's not a, like, that's man, just a try. This is like watching rugby, uh, the NRL, but like six years ago. It's all that players from ages ago. <laughs> and you're just like, this is hilarious. But yeah, my opinion is that, I mean, it's all well and good. Ooh. And like we have talked a lot about how good it Hello? is for the Minnow Nation players. To, to be able to go and play in these professional comps. Mm. But then I think the hosts of these comps then have to consider what the effect is going to be on their national team. Because yeah. let's face it, the national team is the pinnacle of the sport in that country. Well, so if yeah. the national team is performing well, you're probably not going to get like garner interest in the sport. Mm. So like say for France, for instance, their top 14 or whatever it's called, like obviously it's like they have a lot of, it's just a shitload of money out there. It's just like, it's basically like the IPL kind of for, for rugby. Mm. And, you know, it's all well and good. There's a lot of good players that play over in that comp. But I think there does end up... You can see it with France. They don't have that same identity as a footy team because, yeah. well, they don't... It's not grown. They're always playing with people of different branches. So I think my, my basic point is I I think that the ITM, the the introduction of the NRC have have made... And, and obviously, you know, Argentina and, and South Africa, mm. um, you know, the rugby championship has definitely helped those teams. South Africa are no longer, even though they resorted to it the other night. We'll get to that. But when they're at their best, they can now play a 15-man game of rugby rather than years gone by when they just play 10-man rugby, mm. forwards and then 9-10 kick. And that they kind of resorted to that a bit in the semi-final, and they need to realise that for them to progress and actually really match it consistently, they yeah, need to geez. play full 15-man. And they have the, the the annoying thing is oh, well, the reason why I tipped them, and yeah, I was wrong. South Africa fucking around. Yes, but let's let's not. Uh, yeah, we'll, we'll not forget. We'll that get to you, that. Yeah, yeah. We'll get to that. Right, you're right. I think I'm still justified in the fact that they only lost by two points to the mighty All Blacks. Oh, boo earns. But I accept your doom. No, yeah, I was wrong. Stay at New Zealand. But I was, I was sure that um, or I, I am sure that South Africa in the next few years, as long as they make sure that they oh. realise they're more than just the tens boot, a forward pack in the tens boot, and realise to play a full fifteen man game, they'll be 
a good chance. Oh, man, They've I, got the cattle. They've they got have, the 10. I believe that guy is still... I think he's he proven yeah. to. He's 21, and how, how did he perform in that? Yeah, He's exactly. pretty good. He's a pretty good player. I'm, I'm happy with that as well. I think that South Africa will always be a threat, no matter oh, what. Always, but I... And I think that you're right, like they've, they, but they have done it on the back. It's like when Australia went reason- through that bit where we will just like go heavy with the with the rock, 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 bring in the defense and then mm. swing it. That was the Eddie Jones classic, and it worked, and it worked, mm. and it worked, and then it stopped working. They used and then we were like, oh, now what do we have to do? We had to learn how to become, like, utilize what we had. Mm. And now, after the, like, since 2003, which was the last time we got to a Bloody World Cup final, we're finally there. Like, 10 years, 12 years on, we're at a point where we're like, this is the team that's working, so... That's the other thing that's cool is that it does take time to get these things going. Yeah. I, I think maybe then if we back to the, like, what can the Northern Hemisphere do then maybe is I reckon they try and put, like, so they have got their top 14, maybe try and introduce an NRC. I'm not, and again, maybe they do have this already. I'm sure they have club footy, yeah. but they need to maybe put some more money into the level just below their professional where, you know, because if they want to have big oh, clubs, yeah, no, have what, that. but they need saying. to have the homegrown players versing each other in a competition yeah. to grow the game, to have competitions within watch the team. local games, yeah. Well, if you live in Bathurst, for God's sakes, you don't go out and see Newcastle play. You watch the local Bathurst it's, team. It's more you want those, that team to be as good as it can be, so you can just, like, it's there. And that's that's what you want, because that breeds better. Think about it this uh, way, dude. Like, a good French centre playing for Toulon or whatever, and they go and sign someone else, and he's like, oh, okay, so I'm French and I'm from Toulon, but... This guy's going to play ahead of me in this position. On one hand, you can look at that and go, oh, well, good. I'm going to be versing a world-class player from wherever else, yeah. and I can better myself. But then you might look at it and go, well, if I'm never going to play a minute, is that really helping French rugby? If that French guy could have been good, but he never got a run yeah. because of a, like, whether it's an Australian, New Zealander, whatever, he's not really getting the... So what if uh, what if it happened they between... It. Uh, well, what they do in cricket is they cap it. They'll say, you're only allowed two... You, you know better in that cricket game. And they're two overseas players per team. I don't know if France has that, but they could try and do that to make sure that there's still the majority of players are French so that French rugby doesn't suffer. That would be my point. Yeah, my, no, my I, thing to I agree with that. I just, I would like to see if, like, what you would do about having Nathan Lyon out of the team for, like, you know, the kid coming through. What if, like, you know, would you would you take Nathan Lyon out for, like, the next show more? What if, like, Fahid Ahmad or whatever his name is? That's no, 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 never. You go by performance. So I'm not, yeah, I'm not judging the, the Toulon coach for putting that guy in. Yeah, well, but I'm saying the administrators yeah. of French rugby need to address that problem. That's okay. not the coach's fault. Yeah, you're going to pick the best player. It's not their fault. Yeah, that's true. And but most of the coaches as well, dude. Most of the coaches as well, like, um, you know, the coach of Scotland and the coach of Wales are Kiwis. So yeah. I think as well that they've, they've, they obviously know that the brand that Kiwis play are, like where they play, like yeah, you said, there's the, there is the attacking rugby where France are still, and I, I still like this kind of mentality in rugby where it is set piece controlling the ball. Rod mm. Kafer, I used to hate Kafe, but I really like him. He said something the other the other week that I thought was great, and it is. You know, living in Queensland, obviously, you hear all the time from the league fans that you know rugby's boring, bloody aerial ping pong, and all this nonsense. And you're like, well, the reason why that is, mate, is because we can't go into into a tackle and be like, we're definitely going to get the ball back yeah. because they're going to give it to us. It's, it's your second tackle, David. Like, that's not the way rugby is. You've got to earn the ball. So if I am sh- if I think that I don't have enough cattle around me to, to win the ball back, I've got to fucking get rid of it and play territory. So what Rob Kafer said was, you know, if you're looking for open footy the whole time, go watch touch. If mm. you're looking for a group of men to work together to control the ball and to control, control territory and fucking hit each other, come watch rugby. Like, that's... And that I, I really that's, I really like that. Because it nice. is. It's not always about running rugby, mate. Because if it's rainy, yeah, like people were, oh, how boring was that New Zealand to Africa? 
I had to play the conditions, bud. Mm. You know, it, it would have been ba- it would have been worse if I was a New Zealand or South African fan. I would have been shittier if the South African team tried to throw it around all the time. Exactly. Rather than having to go full, I think they could have thrown it around a little more. But to just do it aimlessly is like saying to a MMA fighter, and I say this all the time, just go in there and throw haymakers, mate. It's a quick fucking way to get knocked out or lose the game. Mm. So, yeah, I just think fucking if you think if you think rugby's boring because it's not always just, oh, my God, we're going to give it out to the winger and see what he can do, man, go and watch schoolboy something because that's all you're going to get in, in that level. That lower level is quick. Run around them. Mm. It's not that simple, dude. You've got to earn it. And that's, it's always a competition. And Rod Cave has been pumping on that too. There's always a contest in rugby. It's what makes it great. He's never given. Yeah. You're never given anything. You earn it all. Yeah, from the sideline, from the scrum, from Everything the, is a contest. Every if time I, if I'm tackle. better than you, I can beat you. I can earn the ball off you. You don't just get it back because I go, because it's like, oh, well, that's his fur turn. It's his turn, buddy. It's like, yeah. that's fuck and that. You get I'm six better. It's my them. turn. Yeah, yeah. Well, and, and I understand games are different. I'm not trying to put rugby league down. No, you know, I, I love but rugby I, league too. I do too. Love my rugby yeah. league. But I also, I'm responding to rugby being put down because people don't understand it. Yeah. And you're just like, well, that's... Look, it's like, I don't understand game. the the, Look, the beauty of soccer, but I don't uh, go out of my way to fucking put it down. It is, and I, I'll of give you some to the, soccer, to the football fans. Yeah. It's football, but like... But, and I don't try and compare rugby no, to, no, no. to soccer. I've or seen, football, I've, I've seen you know, watching yeah. it in Europe, you're just like, oh, this it's good, good, good man. Yeah, This it's stuff good. is amazing. But and I you think, look at the A-League and you're like, oh, come on, A-League. Get better, buddy. But I think any good soccer fan would probably appreciate a good rugby game. If you've... If you're happy with your game, you're not going to feel like t- threatened by another game because it's like yeah, so that's like you're breaking up on the damn thing. Yeah, are you cheating on me with rugby? Exactly. Can't believe it. But people get that attached yeah, to nah, shit, dude. They just watch it. Just, just enjoy the sport. Yeah. Fucking ass. Sport, baby. Well, it's I reckon we've hit that pretty hard on Sporting the head. So is we've gone through the we've gone through the quarters. They were, you know, a lot of people said they were predictable. I didn't. I didn't. I thought there might have been a better out outing from the Northern Hemisphere teams, but. They got beaten. A couple of them put up a good fight. I thought Wales were always good. They were tough. They had a hard pull or whatever. I thought Ireland were disappointing against Argentina, but I think it's also credit to Argentina. Oh, Argentina were an incredibly They're good a great team. Uh, footy team. They're, I lost Pumas. I quite enjoyed being it. a part of the um, rugby championship is oh, it's done amazing, it's done amazing things, things for them, and that's why and I super, think like going in Super, super rugby, rugby next rugby, year. Yes, that will be, a, be awesome that will be amazing. Dude. So yeah, it's. Um, I think to the the answer to the question is is that I think that the Southern Hemisphere's comps and the way that we do our structure yeah. self yeah. is better than the Six Nations. Well, so I think and Steve I, Hansen said that himself the other day. Yeah, our just, setup is be- is the best in the world. Oh, really? That's why we're the best in the world. Yeah. You know, you don't. don't it, it's not a secret. It's not like a oh, what makes there's nothing in the water. Yeah. They, <laughs> yeah, they they actually the put a lot in, of thought into planning and and yeah. and they care about. You know it. why? It's all the college boys. College boys play rugby. Yeah, but they care. They want to make their rugby better. They love it. They that's. Right down to, you know, the yeah. way that we have a, like a Fox AF, uh, AFL channel on Fox, they have that for rugby. They live yeah. and breathe rugby. And the way their setup is incredible. Yeah. That's why they're the best. And Australia's getting closer, but we're not quite there because obviously we've got a lot more competition lot for sports in our country. A lot of competition. But I think the Wallabies have done really real credit to the, a real houses. credit to the nation by the, the way they perform. I think Czech has done an amazing job. He has. I've been really impressed with um, with how he's coached. Mm. It's been it's been it's in, great to watch someone show emotion. Like the coach, yeah, he's stuff, passionate, but, but he's he also like, level headed. He doesn't level-headed. lose his he shit. Lose his stuff, other than he when just... he smashed the windows and stuff. But I think he has. Yeah. learned But a few he's lessons. learned since, and you can see him. just like, oh, I wouldn't want the job, but he handles himself like a pro. Mm. Um, Stephen Moore, I, I think's been really. Stephen Moore's been great. He's after really... interviews. He's always thanked the fans. He's always said things like, I hope. 
you know, I hope we're making the country proud, which, let's face it, rugby has to compete for Australia's attention against the other codes. And I think they've proven a lot to the people of Australia. I think, I think, it's great. yeah, it's an, it's, it's the game they play in heaven. I don't care what you say. I'm not, I'm not a Catholic per se, but it, it's the game they play in heaven. Fun fact for all that game they play in heaven stuff. You want to, I was watching a history thing the other day, a rugby history thing, not a rugby, just a random history thing. Nerd. But, um, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was, I was watching it about Timmy Horan went to rugby, the school, and yeah. was learning about William Mobellis and whatever. And apparently, the, what they'd play back then, like the soccer they'd play, would just be like 300 kids running around kicking a ball. And what, how, the way, honestly, and the way rugby was invented, like they used to catch it all the time. He wasn't the only one who caught it. But because they were all inventing these games. So games like rugby, the, like that's the reason why I'm like, hey, get over it. Because if you really know the truth, the game was invented by two 17-year-olds and a 16-year-old. So the next time you're out in the yard watching two cunts kick a footy around or little kids playing a weird game, you know, maybe one day you're going to fucking abuse someone racially over the outcome of that game <laughs> or something weird like that, you know? Like, yeah. that's, that's, that's where these sports came from. And, yeah, they still mean as much to me, but it does kind of put it in perspective a little bit that this is just some little kid's game that we're all like, yeah. that we all like. And, then, have we <laughs> and we all like, it's billion-dollar business and yeah, shit. How nuts. weird is that, eh? All right, I see what's doing here. We've got to get in that time machine, go back that's and invent right. rugby. <laughs> yeah, You're welcome, oh, we could Sporting just Wood fans. some crazy game. We'll call it Sporting Woods. Hang on. Let's just, we've talked about the quarterfinals for too long. Let's get on to the yeah. semis. He's down so, oh, I think we are talking about Look, we've talked about... wrap up the quarters, or...? Nah, fuck it. Nah, fuck Look, it. Mate, Northern Hemisphere, Northern Hemisphere got pumped. That the was reason why is because we're yeah, we're better than they are. But that's not your fault. Get better. We were just trying to help. Yeah, yeah. that was all. Don't why don't you come it, down here? Don't take it personally. Northern why doesn't France come it. down here every now and then? Yeah. And then may, oh, but then they would be diluting our pool. Yeah, get stuffed. Yeah, no. We want to beat you, come on, come time, bitch. Good. And then we we'll want, have like a Champions League. That's like. But no, hang on. The that, good analogy to prove my point. East Coast, West Coast. EPL is that not the best? Or I'm sure it'd be up for debate. But obviously, one of the best. Premier oh, football the Premier League is, is, is amazing. Is the best. It's, probably the best be, underneath would, the Spanish one. La, La Liga. La, yeah, La, La Liga. Liga, yeah. So yes. whatever you want. I, well, it depends but, on who you're looking at. But I guess yes, this kind they, of, then it kind of ruins good. my analogy. My analogy was... They're very good. For the EPL being how like whatever great it, it is... is amazing. Um, how well does the English soccer team go? Yeah, not great. Yeah, not great. So that's my point. When you do that, Ooh. you kind of lose a bit yourself because there's not as many... Homegrown players team. playing in. That's right. And they're not playing the higher quality because you're getting, you're paying big bucks so for them. Okay, so then why uh, is it that our players, like Beaver Menzies, went over there and played another bloody three, four years? Because that was the end of his career. He I stopped know, caring like, because he, he he gave up. I know, but he was saying, <laughs> yeah, why wouldn't you? He can go over there and play as hard, half as hard as he did here and earn twice as much coin. Okay, so why, why doesn't? Well, then yeah, I guess that's the testament to how good our league is. That players well, yes. would prefer to stay. Well, players that want to stay here, I guess, because they people obviously any sports wants to play against the best people. You don't yeah. want to go and just burst some like, or else it'd all be out there versus five year old girls, and <laughs> like winning. little kids, yeah, and winning, of course. Well, I don't know, but yeah, she tries a nipple cripple. Is <laughs> oh, okay. Now that's turned into a place we have not wanted to go down. <laughs> Talking about nipple crippling five year old girls no, Luke, with I'm your little chub. <laughs> what's happening? Uh. <laughs> No, I was saying they were never crippling me. Oh. Um, then, yeah, all right, so basically, quarterfinals, Northern Hemisphere, yeah, we've reached that point. They need to care more about their own country and their own players' abilities. And okay, cool. Not just making so, so next New Zealand, South Africa. Look, New Zealand, semi. South Africa, I think we've... We've, we've talked about that make. a bit, but I do want to say a few things. Now, okay. it does bring back to the whole reaction to the Scotland 
Australia thing. I want to put things in perspective for people who went off the rails about that. Um, there was a penalty given Go against on. Victor Matfield um, on the 40 metres out, probably like the set 74th minute. Now, already there'd been a penalty given to South Africa. I think it was uh, playing the ball off your feet or something like that, and it would have been a kick. It's gone up to the TMO, and they've come back and said there was a choke tackle from Victor Matfield. And, mate, this is soft. Like, there's been some pretty soft calls in rugby of recent years, but this was soft. Yeah. And and they've said they they've said they turned the penalty around. Now, like, to me, that's a way more contentious call than the, the yeah. offside in the Scottish game. Now, they were only down by two points with Pollard striking him like a genius. you yeah. got to think that he probably would have put that kick, that kick through, gone up 21-20, you know, whatever. Anything can happen. New Zealand didn't score any more points. But no one's come out and really said anything like that. I don't know, because obviously mm. New Zealand, South well, Africa are quite... New Zealand, they, they've got a good rivalry. It. You could see the coaches after the game shaking hands and stuff. But that's what then makes me think, well, is the reason why there was so much controversy around the Australian-Scotland one, is it just, which is the way I like to think, that because Scotland was so disappointed, they were so close to doing something they didn't think they could do? Or is it that some New Zealand people, some English people, some whatever, all these people just don't mm. like Australia? Do you ever get that opinion? Like when you look at the social media that people really don't like Australia? Like we, we are kind of like America's understudy or something and other countries don't fucking like it? Because um, I, I get that no, impression all I, the time. No, I, I never get that. But I don't really, like, I don't know. Like I... I We've gone into the emotional oh, end of the deep let's, end. Let's go. Let's, let's go. Yeah, I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get my wood out. I'm just gonna sport around for a bit. Jeez. There we go. Yours, yours aren't even. <laughs> yours aren't even jokes. Yours are just blatant. Now I'm gonna get my cock out and shove it in your face. You know, nipple cripple a kid. Yeah. <laughs> on a podcast. On a podcast, hey? Yeah. yeah. You can tell I'm kidding by this, can't you? <laughs> you can tell, but when I say little chub, I'm talking about my gut because I've pointed at it and you can see me, right? People won't just assume I'm talking about my dick. Um, do I think that other other teams hate us or other countries hate us? That's not really what I'm saying. I don't think no, I'm no, 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 no. Think... All right, all right. Here's my answer to that. I would rather see any team win other than England. And I don't think I hate England. I just would rather, you know, like any see, other I team win. I feel like that about... And I, think, and I feel the same way about AJ. Like, I want anyone else when we're playing board games to win but AJ. It's not because I hate him. It's just because fuck AJ. Oh, okay. And that's sort of like the so feeling. I just never thought like that. I don't know. That's how it is. That's cool. kind. Of, that's how that's, I do it. Like England. Like, like every time we finish an match, that's like the game. Beat us. I know. I know. I know. But, but even that's cool. you're like ah, oh, you know, go on. Don't be like me. You know, it's sort of that's how I see. It. I see at the end of the game we can all shake hands and it's fine. Yeah. And I, I quite like that about the English Australian uh, one. But but the, and they but I still sit there and go bloody palms. Yeah, yeah. And I still like someone's going oh, all of his lose. I'm like. You hurt my feelings not going for my team. All right, no. so I did want to say that about Matfield. Though. I felt like the way, like that to me, when I looked at that situation and the South, Af- the Australia Scotland one, I was like, that's if anything more con- like controversial in the South Africa New Zealand one. But everyone mm. was like, oh, what a good game, and that was why I was annoyed. Last point: the reason why I was annoyed about the Scottish Australia reaction is because I've caught. Like, it's been such a good World Cup. I've loved it so much. Obviously, I've said it about fifteen times. But and we had a quarter final that was decided by one point in the last minute. And all people want to do is fucking harass the ref and blame the ref. Why not sit there and go, hell, what a fucking game. I think that, no. and I think that the good fans have. Yeah, obviously. But there are but a, there's lot been a salty, lot of salty, salty Scottish. Yeah, and they've, and they've but, but for some, some reason, they're the, ones that, we've, they're the ones that we've heard from, which yeah. is annoying. Oh, but you're always going to hear from yeah. the dumbest of all of them. Now... I did want to say one more thing about that game, and I know I'd sort of cut Oh, my God. But the you, box, we've got to get on with this. I know, but the box in that game, man, 
This is hang on. This also leads to stop loving the box. The final. You're all got your. You've got your little chub over the box now. They've lost. No, no, no. My point like, is, oh, my point really is, good. they are good. I don't fucking don't care about two point loss. They're still good. <laughs> but fucking no. The point was just that in the first five minutes, if you yeah, if you watch the first five minutes, like the box were all over them. They had a good break from Jesse Creel. Uh-huh. They they were making the advantage line. But then, and the point I am is more making a good point for the All Blacks. The, like everyone talks about how skillful they are, blah blah blah, individual skills of the players. But dude, no one talks about how physical they are. Everyone like people would rather say South Africa is are more physical than New Zealand. You're like, uh uh-uh. uh. No, New no. Zealand after that first five minutes were like, dude, we've got to we've got to step up and start smashing these dudes and they did. Mm. And you and set up stopped making the advantage line mm. and they never looked like scoring again after that Creel try. Yeah. It was intense. And that's New Zealand need to get that credit. They're not just like this this I think why I try and talk down the fa- the the, the hype around the All Blacks because I feel like it kind of diminishes from their actual skill. Mm-hmm. These guys don't just put on a black jersey and go and win. They go and earn the wins. Yeah. They're capable of losing because they're just another footy team. Mm-hmm. And when people, when you start thinking about it different, you lo- you really start losing appreciation for the, the fucking great gift that they are. Like, you know, we get to watch the best version of, of, of rugby. Yeah, of what we love. Yeah. It's, it's, and I don't think anyone, especially... The, it's like the... the, the the relationship between the Kiwis and us is is another special one, like it's, yeah. it always will be, and it's 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 almost like getting to watch like your brother shining at something. It's like like yeah, like I see that. That's how I see it. It's like yeah, you so guys I don't, are the, I don't that's think like they your think thing. That about like, us, dude. No, I don't. I, <laughs> sorry, I don't even care if they don't. Like that's yeah. just how I feel towards like their, towards as them. A, good on you. As a, I'm as glad a, you. It's like yeah, good on you. But at the same time, because they just beat the shit out of us. It'd be like playing basketball with like if your brother's Michael Jordan. And you're yeah. like, oh, I love basketball. I'm sure Michael Jordan's like, brother, he was very good at basketball. Yeah. He was. So when he did, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, That's why he changed his number to 45. It was because no, 23 was because of his brother's number. It was 23. Oh, cool. I never yeah. knew that. Like, yeah, uh, I watched a documentary. Nice. Or three. <laughs> there was a lot. Yeah. I was, oh good, man, then. every documentary is about Michael Jordan. They'll be like Charles Barkley, and then Michael Jordan came along, and Charles Barkley really struggled. <laughs> Suddenly, Charles Barkley was, was terrible. <laughs> the Suns never looked like winning at all. Yeah. Winston Churchill said. <laughs> yeah, and then Winston Churchill said, damn, you see Michael Jordan on that dunk? And Jordan got I did want to say, yeah, I don't think, like, I don't think anyone thinks New Zealand don't get it, but I just want to always make sure that it's appreciated for the right reasons. Like, I don't know. I just think New Zealand are an amazing team. The All Blacks are an amazing team. They earn it. They don't, it's not, because people like shaking their boots when they see the black jersey. Whereas I, pe- I think sometimes when you talk a bit too much about hype and things like that, yeah. you do kind of give that impression. No, no, Pocock. I think like, if you had to find something different uh, between the difference between the two teams, I think was was still David Pocock. I think he was he was a special player. He's a special player, and it's yeah, it's an absolute treat to watch him play footy. But what it means having him on the field, not only as himself, but it allows the players around him to get a chance to be themselves. So yeah. it was excellent He's to watch. He's one of those players that gives everyone else confidence. Yeah, so. so Hooper gets to play his own game, which is, yeah. you know, sort of in behind him playing, you know, Robin to his Batman. He's the best player in the world, it's a, bar it's, none. You've got like, that. I think you've got buddy, no one else. Scott Simmons. How good was that catch? Hang on. That, Scott Simmons. Oh, uh, Dave, is, David Simmons. Who was the guy? The kid geez, that you've had a lot of Simmons. You're making me forget his name. Uh, Rob Simmons. Rob Fuck Simmons. That. His name's Rob, Rob Simmons. Simmons. And he took a ripper. Yeah. Um, and it was, it was, uh, Mike, you'll like this. It's a nice little stat for you. Uh, it was the quickest try uh, in any of the Rugby World Cup games of this uh, World Cup. Yeah. So, yeah, they, he got the, that. So that was in like the second last game. We're like, oh, yeah, cheers. We'll take that one, Ta. 
and that was pretty cool as it well. Was fucking, um, it was fucking unbelievably helpful. Yeah, I thought, oh, it was amazing. And then we were able to run it. It was just amazing to watch. It was good mm. footy. Um, next, I think, and it's my, I guess, my bed bug with Australia at this stage. There's a couple that were getting done in the in the, uh, in the scrum quite a lot. Obviously, there was a lot of penalties given. Our lineouts were left uh, a lot to get to, to be desired. Um, and our infield playing kicking game was general, yeah. just general play was just woeful. It's never good. I mean, it's look, really not a force someone you just named tell... pretty much all of our weaknesses. Although yeah, a line out, I disagree with. No, when, line out was when better. Simmons is on, better. When Simmons is on, though, it's good. I agree. I, I think it's it's gotten better, well. but it's just it's still not where it needs and to Mum be. Comes on, we're in trouble. Yeah, you're right. But like, I think that scrum shakes for the first time. Yes, but very we are much against so. Argentina, and, and we don't have Scott Sio. What? Yeah, we had to bring the slipper. We did, and he's he's not, still out. He's, yeah, he's yeah, still he's out. So great. we're gonna have to go slipper. So yeah, that that'll so, obviously be where they try and attack us. Which is, well, I've got this big rant that, but that's well, gonna come into what if we I have need to, to watch to Izzy Falau, bloody put it on the toe once more yeah. and kick it. It I'm was glad, the way, it was like, dude, just stop up, doing I come, it. I sometimes feel like I, I'm talking Falau down, but no, I'm not. No, 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 I no. just hate hype. He just. And, and, I think his problem. I think his problem was that he got a bit stage fright. He was in, back in the game. Had to in his ankle. I'll give him credit and say there's probably more to do with the ankle injury that's into his. I would head. definitely agree, but that it's—I think it's the expectation. You're right. The hype around him, and then the guy just gets out there, does what he can, and then. You know, but he always expects more from so himself. He, yeah, so he got, so he took himself off. And the problem is, well, not for him, but the beauty of being an Australian at the moment is Kirtley Beale comes on. Well, I Kirtley had a ripper. I, I saw an article written by he a, played a well all black uh, Kiwi, sorry, um, Jano. and I think it was kind of written to try and piss us off a bit. But I kind of 100% agreed with him. I think yeah. his rough allow might be a liability might be something for them to attack mm. I honestly might even I would I would maybe go in with Kirtley and if you know bring yeah. Israel on 50th minute impact player give him give his ankle you know a chance to rest really like, fair like amount Kirtley of time and then use him when that's, you need because well I don't know it's, that's, it's an idea because it's not like Kirtley wouldn't fit in and do the job but yeah I I'd, I'd, I think Falau is struggling I'd he's obviously a big game player so I I have had a few thoughts but now I'm reconsidering I don't think it's I do I do I honestly believe that he's been hit harder in this tournament than he's ever been hit in his sporting oh, career. Oh, they've gone for him. And you don't think that New and Zealand won? He hasn't been hit and he's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. That's what being hit is. And I, honestly, yeah. it looks like his reaction every time he gets smashed. That one on from Mike Brown, he yeah. really hit him hard. Eh? So I don't know. but I'd like to think – I do think it's more the injury that's then getting it creeping into his head. He's got doubts yeah. about his abilities and whatever. So oh, it, was, it was an amazing game for blood. Yeah. My goodness, there was some busted was up first, noses. It was the first game. It was the first time ever in that game that I saw Israel Folau not be able to beat the first tackler. Yeah, it yeah. Was that, you know, since you know he's what? come to rugby, I think he's beaten nearly yeah. the first tackler. You know every what? Time. I used to feel the same way about Anthony Minicello. That kid, oh. he used to for about six, seven years, yeah. he would beat the first, or sometimes the or most of the time the second, and sometimes the third, but got taken by the third. He was an incredible fullback. Yeah. And then they had injuries, and you know, mm. on his ankle, he got golden boot, best rugby player in the world, mm. um, which was great to have him on, you know, on you know, the Roosters. Mm. But that's how I felt about about you know, Anthony Minicello. Like he would or, until until he started getting tackled on the first one, yeah. and that when you knew you were like, oh, like, it's, not, oh, the it's not the same. And yeah. that was after the injury. And I think Izzy just well, no, he's not there just yet. Like one or two games, he's only just yeah. there, and I think he'll come back. But but we haven't seen the Israel Folau like oh every time he touches the ball he's going to look like he's going to score a try. Yeah. It's definitely not been that. He's been, well quiet. he's been quiet. And I think it's probably got to do with the fact that the um com- the competition, the other teams have, have yes. stepped up and they know yeah, him really now. Are. They're not going to be shocked. But anyway, so Izzy, it'll be interesting to see whether he plays the game. But if he does, I'm sure it's a fucking final. I'm just really oh, hard I can't to wait for that. I'm so excited. 
The last thing I want to bring on the Aussie-Argentina one, like I said, I've been pretty happy with the refereeing. I think for good refereeing to be good, there just needs to be good communication. I think all the refs are doing that way better. I think one thing they've got to look at, though, and I mentioned it with the Matfield thing, mm. those penalties or even the, some sin bins, mm. like yellow cards for offences, and you're like, I agree that repeated infringements, especially in opponent attacking zone, should be a sin binable offence. You get the warning, then you sin bin. Mm. But what was that? The Argentinian guy that got Great yellow carded. Yes. He got yellow carded today. Yeah. I mean, I was glad They're to hear that. The, yeah, I was glad to hear the Aussie commentators like, as well. I don't know what to do. Being like, that's bullshit. It's because it proves they're Look, not biased again. Like, I, again, I don't think that's a refereeing choice. Yeah. I think no, that's, the, a, that's the game. That's You're the right. Game. I'm not going to blame the, the referees. Are they like, well, look, yeah. he, and if you play it in slow mo, he doesn't go with the arm. That's, and I know that's a dumb rule, but at the same oh, no, time, it's not the, it's not the arms. It was the. Um, it wasn't at height. No, it was his arms. He didn't put his arms around him. He just tackled him with his shoulder. Oh, that's right. It was he went at the legs. Yeah, he just went he the missed leg. it. And that he, was the whole Izzy point. Was, yeah, Israel did, over the top did it in and away. Yeah, and he went and over then, the top of him. And, and he, it looked fine. They went he on got with... beaten in the move. Yeah, and then, but it was just a dangerous thing. But you look at it, he never at once tried to tackle him. He had the elbow. He was just sort of like, like he just ran, rammed him. And that, as part of the game, is not allowed. You can't do that. What's the rule if you do that? You get sent off the field. That's that's the rule. Like, it's not the referee's point. And I'm not I'm not trying to... No, I know you're not. But that's like... The people out there are like, oh, it's bullshit. Yeah. I know it's a soft, re- it's a soft yellow, but there's a variance in yellows, and that's just a, probably at the bottom of the bi- at your pile. I think though that that's one maybe like I think what they it's could a do soft. That, one, I agree with you. Anyway, you got it. Maybe they, what you're saying like a five minute penalty. Like, no, no, no. I'm not saying that. I think you just try and look at it on an individual basis. It's, it's pretty just, hard to say like a two meter five, like a two meter five guy hitting a hitting a five foot five bloke around the collar. That's going to happen from time to time. And you need to then be able to fully go, all right, was he careless in the way he approached the tackle? Or did this little guy duck into it? Yeah. Did this little guy move around to I it? Think, I, I think th- you'll find that at the end of the day, it's um, they'd rather harbour on the side of safety. Safety, I understand. So but that's I think why that's, it's so strict. Is why play a collision sport then if you want to be safe? Yeah, because you want to play You don't like, want to hurt if, people. Like That could be taken wrong, but yeah, you know what I mean? Like, no, no, no. I think you play a collision sport because happen. you know they're safe. I've never I've, I've never done, a, uh, never got a single injury for rugby. Yeah, but we saw Alex Bayless break his neck in grade five. So yeah, accidents happen, man. Rough. And that's what I mean. They're collision sports. So you've got to just be... Um, you don't have a reason for doing something. Like, there was no way in that tackle that that guy went into with the intention of, I'm going to do an illegal tackle here. And I think when you can go in with a guy, like, okay, I've got it written, I've got it written down here. Perfect All right, let's example. go. Let's Perfect get this example. done. Richie McCaw's thing he's uh, been cited yes. for against versus Sam Warburton's red card in 2011. Now, intent... Tell me about it. Intent, intent doesn't always mean he's gone in there, like, trying to swing an arm to the bloke. Yeah. Warburton's tackle was just reckless, dude. He picked the bloke up, and I don't think Sam Warburton's a dirty player. I think he just got carried away. It happens in a split second. That's why yeah. you, you're thinking these guys have got, like, several... Thought process. It, might, it happens in like less than a second. And you think, a big, it, he's just acted on instinct. He yeah. went and picked the bloke up and just dropped the dude. Yeah. Could have broken his neck. So he gets a red card. I've never yeah. complained about that. But I do think that the Richie McCall one getting cited, you're like, and I don't, I, I don't I know don't if that's a beat got, up I or anything. Got, didn't get cited. But what about Tuolangi for yeah. Samoa? There's been a lot of sightings where you're like, come on, dude, you've got to really look at intent there too. Mm. It, it's, it's it's dubious, hard. and it it's, is it's, it's not a, something you want to harp on too much. Exactly, but, but it is something in, you need to in the world at. that we have to look in these days, where people are, are you know, harboring on the side of, sa- side of safety, that bloke died the other day, or a couple yeah. months ago on the rugby league. It happens. It is a context. But sport. that's right, and and so you can try sit there and try and, and yeah, absolutely. If there's an obvious thing that's like, well, that's super dangerous, like a shoulder charge. I agree, the shoulder charge is dangerous. So much can go wrong with it. Yeah. Stop doing it. You just tackle properly. It's not a big deal. But 
to like if a guy gets beaten and he can't get his arm there and he still manages to get collision it's not like he's gone in like with his elbow raised or something like that you know you can always kind of tell and mm-hmm. I, I don't know again I don't want to harp on it but I just All think right. that a, a yellow card it had a massive impact on Argentina and uh. so you've got to make sure that it's worth it alright moving on to the final obviously what we're fucking here to talk about really excited interestingly enough for you as I just pointed at Vilkins yeah, not me. He's, it's he's probably not, not that you probably, Well, you probably know it already, is oh, what I'm saying. Oh, good. Is that for like us, you know, it's Rugby World Cup and everyone's like, oh, Australia, New Zealand, best teams, blah, blah, blah. This is the first time ever that these two teams have met in a World Cup final. Hmm. Another interesting fact that for wow. all the much, all, all the chat about um, how fucking awesome All Blacks are, and they are, obviously, hmm. uh, their record against Australia in World Cup knockout games is 2-1 to Australia. Australia have won them. Is that so? 91 semi, 2003 semi, show you one, and New Zealand beat us in 2011. It was a beautiful game, though. Well played. So, that's well interesting played. stats for, for all the, oh, you know, New Zealand, and I still, like, don't get me wrong, I'm going for Australia, but I still think New Zealand might win. I, I do. I'm going to put a bet I've on I've got a big the, rant to do I want to do. All right. I reckon, he, my, my bet for the for the final, Um, I think that, I, obviously, I want Australia to win, and yeah. it'll be wonderful if no we doubt. do. It, as as you said, and I will quote you until the day you die, it's as good as the uh, Australian winning the America's Cup. That's uh, Alex. Alex said that <laughs> it's as good as the uh, Australia winning the America's Cup. Anyway, even though I wasn't alive, so I have no, no like, idea able what to yeah, really to, properly to weigh it up. It. But yeah, yeah I will, we'll hold on to the side soundbite. It'll be fine. I'm known to make calls without really thinking. <laughs> All right, no, that's fine. So we got um, the final against the All Blacks. It's a big moment if we win it. You yes. want Australia to win, obviously. Australia to win, but, but I think that at the end of the day, I think uh, the Kiwis to either win by two or eight. Two or eight? That's two or eight. so specific. And That's I have no bet. understanding of why you've chosen those numbers. I just hope that they're just arbitrary. That's it. No, no, not arbitrary. I've, th- those are decisions made. I reckon they'll either have a go with... Uh, there'll be a few kicks and whatnot, and we'll either end up either two points but two behind. or eight. They're so far away and both... I don't know. I'll let it go. <laughs> You'll see. I want to know why You'll two see. or eight, but fuck it. Other people probably don't. Um, all right. I don't know if I'm going to go fucking predictions, like like points, because I don't... Actually, I'll say that. I'll say New, okay. so, uh, New Zealand or Australia to win either by, by two or by eight. All right. Do you want to hear? I even wrote this That's out so I, you can... Like, it. It's like a grade nine English assignment. Okay. I think New Zealand should win because they are a team of classy footballers. They are a classy team. Class, in rugby terms, is defined by how you react to the big occasions. How well do you take your opportunities? How well do you handle the scrutiny and the pressures? This all-black team since 2003 has proven, if you forget 2007, that it fits all of these definitions. Class is built through experience, and you can see with Australia that we're starting to see that. They're starting to be able to handle those, absorb pressure, and then apply it with the defence against Wales and whatnot. New Zealand have been doing that for years, mate. And it was, I really do think it was that 2003 semi-final. And it, you know, you think about that year when they didn't have a loss, that game against Ireland in Crow Mm. Park. That was an incredible game, dude. Mm. Like they, Ireland scored a try and they had a kick on the buzzer to take the win and they did it. And I remember hearing Justin Marshall be like, man, actually, I think he said this after that win they had in Bloemfontein or wherever it was in South Africa. And it was just like the ticker that these players show. And that is the, the word that. I know I overuse that word, but it is. It's you just, do love that word. I do. I love it because it's hard. Because I guess because I'm hard not the most. I've never been the most skillful sportsman. So all I really had was yeah, I'll go get hit and get back up. Like that's all I ever had because I couldn't score a try. But that's why I, I always appreciate those players, your Scott Fardies and things that are just 
Nice. I was going to put my body on the line for the team because I got really – I'm not a fast runner. So, like, <clears throat> back to the thing. Um, so it's built through experience and with Australia we're starting to see that. Yes. But I think their class will tell and I think it's also – Correct. That's been proven in another field with um, Queensland State of Origin. That just there's, – there's enough players on the mm. – I know I'm not trying to rub it in, but there's enough no, but skillful players in the New South Wales team as, a, as the Queensland team. But yeah. they don't have that – okay, perfect example – Richie McCaw on on against South Africa. That try Richie. that that um, old mate scored, Jerome Kano, who I forgot the name of the other week as well. But um, like, look at that pass from Richie. He like to take the ball. He caught it sort of just behind him on his left hip. He had someone right on him, and he's managed to get it over the the winger who's come in as well. Lob a little like a little layup basketball pass over the top to keep it going backwards. To give it to Kano. Like, that's what I mean by class. Mm, it was beautiful. That's a classy piece of football. That's mm. the kind of stuff Cameron Smith would do. And that's what I mean. Like, yeah, they're not always... Classy footballers are usually the best players. But then doesn't mean they're the most skillful. They're the fastest. They're whatever. They're the, the best players are the ones that win. And that's how you win. You fucking take your opportunities that are given. Because you, you're a classy player. You've got experience. You know they don't come around too often. You've got to take them. So what I'm hearing is, and a great little speech. I don't know oh, if I'm supposed to I ran get up like on. A champ. I, do I get up I, on a desk now? Where's the flowers, now? mate? Do I get up on a desk? Do I where do are I, the flowers? Did signing this situation? Standing O, standing O wouldn't. Standing O, hurt, you know what I mean? Ooh, that's the show of our, <laughs> our lady. Our lady show is called a standing O. <laughs> thank you, thank you. But I, I do. I think they're a class. Like, and of course, I'm going for Australia, like, but they. That team is a team of. Well, I'll tell you Sorry what it is. No, no, you're right. What I think you, you're going to find is, and I think the coolest part is, is that you said uh, that you think that the best players, you know, like are born and bred in their area, and, and like and that's how the game's built. You know, like, grow up bigger and better. Yeah. New Zealand's the best example of that. Yeah. And I think it's because it's got a lot to do with if you're if, if you're you know, if you're a Kiwi, you play rugby. That's you, right. There's yeah. no yeah. like well, it's there's no it's like it's game. you play rugby, and it's an excellent like if. if yeah, that's why they make such great rugby players. They're mm. amazing. They're an incredible pedigree. Um, yeah. Bodies built for the game, like just size wise, they're, they're, and, and athletic. Yeah. It's amazing to watch, and, and it makes they, it, I think it's, which I makes think it's it all physical. the more sweeter when more, we defeat them. I know I'm sentimental, overly not. sentimental, but I do. I think they genuinely love the game. They have a great oh, appreciation. I do, but of I think it doesn't the hurt. Game. Yeah. They control the ball. All Blacks are not opposed to like they played a lot of kicking. They always say oh, this. Do it. the well, New Zealanders kick it like more than any now. other team. But mm-hmm. if you said what are the teams that kick it the most, you'd probably say England or South Africa or something because yeah. All Blacks score a lot of tries as well. Kicking is a big part of rugby. If you don't like that, don't watch. You know, don't try and change the game. It's a big part of the game. Yeah, I really enjoyed what Australia are doing off the kickoffs. That bull rush uh, oh, effect is yeah. quite quite effective. I saw that, so Absolutely. it'll be, it'll be interesting be... to see that go up against the Kiwis. What the Kiwis do to try and counteract that. Yeah. Um, Kickoffs are always important. No, they're they're one of my favourite parts. But okay, I reckon now we've 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 talked about the possibilities, everything that could happen. Well, uh-huh. Not everything, but what do we think Australia need to do to win? What do you think Australia need to do to win? A few uh, points. Give us a few points. Uh, be better in general play. Uh, give us a few points. General play. That's fake. What do you mean, kicking or? So I think that we, general play inside, uh, just just basics, get the scrum right. Is or at least piece? maybe in that case, think about what New Zealand are going to be doing to make your scrum look like shit because they've been doing that for years. Yeah. There are teams you watch, like against Scotland, we had them. We had them. But against 
uh, Argentina, a team that knows us and knows how to make us look like shit, made us look like shit. Yeah. New Zealand are the best at doing that. So yeah. if we're doing better at scrum, I think we're a half a well, chance. I'm glad you said that. I'm glad you said that. That's That'd be my biggest one. Allow, um, depending on the weather, obviously that has an impact as well for me. Mm. Um, Adam Ashley Cooper getting, just quietly, Adam Ashley Cooper getting the man of the match over uh, last yeah. night's game. I, I, look, Anyone, it's anyone, not, and his and his dog can lead man in the match. Yeah. Hey, he's, can, like, he scored four tries. He must be man of the match. Yeah, but like, he yeah, didn't. But he Look wouldn't have he scored those tries would've. without Pocock. Anybody, Drew Mitchell yeah. ran the ball about yeah, eighty a, meters inside. Someone, that was a good it was. I sort of heard. Yeah, him, I like Ashley now. Cooper as well. I think he's a good player, but I wouldn't. Oh, I, there was no anyone. way he was the the you contributing could, factor. Pocock, you could have gone to Fardy. Yeah, Fardy. I would have gone the whole back row, really. but I would have. I would have chosen Fardy. He would have been. I thought he was MVP for the played out of his skin. That he really did. Literally busted nose. Point you've mentioned the, the hmm. I guess you, you've mentioned general play kicking needs to be good. Kick, oh, just general kicking like look Foley's kicking game. If we have got to be able to hit yeah. those bloody penalty those those shots, that is a must. That is something you have to do in this damn yeah. game of ours. I think I think and his if you're missing it, okay. I don't need okay. I want yeah, fucking. I want him to be hitting the ball as best and sweetly as possible. Yeah. I want a Cam Smith. I want yeah. a JT. I want someone who can step up and put the ball over the damn sticks where they need to go because the team needs two points. So go yeah. do it. Yeah. And that's not his I fault. Like it. I like just it. They, they need someone. Well, to it is his it. fault, Luke. He's oh. got to work on it. I've got a second rant, and this is the last rant I'm going to give. Ooh. Okay, so this is my rant on what do we think Oz will need to do to win? Wallabies need to start fierce. Very vague term. Let me explain it. That's why I mentioned the or the box thing too, because they started fierce. They they were so physical in the first five minutes to, oh, to yeah. the spring box, but then the All Blacks went no, no. In the next five minutes, All Blacks stepped up. I don't think the South Africans made it over the advantage line once after that. And then from there, just never looked like scoring because Diego, uh, Evan Estebet, again, they got hit like they'd never been hit before. You saw them, those first hit-ups they did were huge. The next ones were a little bit more timid. And I don't blame them. I'm just saying it's obvious that that's the case. So All Blacks need to get their the credit for their... the rugby world. They need to get their credit for their physicality. They even have a war dance, damn it. Absolutely. It's nuts. It's the most exhilarating uh, version of our sport. I watched the NBL. No, sorry, the NBA, because mm. the NBA has LeBron. Like, you, know, you, watch, you watch them to admire the best that the sport can See, I actually, that's, I'm a little different. I just okay. like the game of basketball. I couldn't give a shit if LeBron plays or not. Oh, no, but there I'd still are, watch LeBron, but there are, if LeBron wasn't there. Yeah, no, I get Even that. Even though I'm not a big but fan there of are, Cavaliers, but yeah, I'm just saying. Like, oh, but you're there for those. I think the sports the sport. are better. Yeah, they're just better players. I, okay, I'll prove your point. I got as much. I enjoy this. And again, Ooh, well, with, with, my point. with, with um, sure. the weird chats we've been doing, this isn't going to look good. But I really enjoyed watching the kids play in New Zealand because that was mm. a, kind of me and evidence of why they're so good. It was like watching like a mini Dan Carter. because the, And I've, I've mentioned this before that what they do in New Zealand with rugby is they judging on weight, not age. Yeah. Because obviously with a lot of Polynesians, they have growth spurts often before us. You see it in Australia all the time. Yeah. Oh, has this kid got a birth certificate? Yeah, motherfucker, he just grew real quick. Right. So you see that all the time. So they go on weight. If you're a big growth spurt, you go play with the, the, the guys your size. Go and pick on someone your own size is literally yeah. put to effect. And I think that's a big part. And, you, and I enjoyed watching their footy as much because when you have kids that aren't like, oh, I'm fucking tiny, 20 kilos, I've got to tackle this 70-kilo guy. Yeah. When you don't have little kids worrying about that, you're going to let them grow and actually learn the game rather than just being scared of getting smashed. Yeah, so I, I, I think so I'm, not, I'm not there for, the, I'm like not there the for Dan Carter. I appreciate Dan Carter, but I'm not there for him. I'm there because I like the game of rugby. Yeah, I get it's all that. I really do. I just like rugby and cricket. I truly really think fair. that that's one, another point that's what we're talking about with France. You know, bring that in if you want to get your juniors more involved or even Australia. Mm. If you want to do it rugby, don't do it by age. Do it by 
we're a multicultural society. It means we've got different genetics and stuff. People grow differently. So mm. just have people playing in their appropriate level. All right, so I've said that, but I have agreed with you on Start another point too. Weights. That they need to control their set from the very start. So mm. Australia, if Australia has a bad first two minutes, that could be the game. That's how good yeah. the All Blacks are. I think we'll so Australia need right from the, the first whistle, they need to be tackling like madmen. They need to be Correct. hitting rucks like Matt legally, but they need to be hitting rucks like legally. madmen, cleaning out. They need to make sure they legally. control their set piece. Then once they really get into the thing, they can just settle into their patterns because they've been playing well. But they have to get off to a good start because if they get dominated to start, the game will be gone. That's how good the All Blacks are. I believe that. Can never, and they can never switch off at the impact. They always need to win the contact. There's always a winner and a loser in contact, so they need to win it majority of the time. Rant over. Go Aussies. Yo, all right. Well, yeah, well, that's basically it. So what's your what's your prediction? Give us a score. Give us uh, a points. Give me something. What do you think? New Zealand uh, by three. Oh. I'll go with like a we're even and they kick a drop goal or a penalty. You reckon? I reckon we're three uh, ahead. I, I, I don't want people to think I'm negative Nelly, but no, I, I'm no, no, realist. No, 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 no. I, just I think, think, I think we'll be three ahead. It'll be a great game, score. though. I'll say that. Yeah. No, it'll I be agree. A great game. I think they'll either we'll be three points ahead and they'll score at the at the death. I like that. Um, and we get the win. try and we win by two, and you'll be right. It would be a beautiful thing. Oh, but I think that yeah. like there could be something um, in the mix. But you know, we'll, it, it leads to be seen. We nearly got done by Scotland. Chances are that we'll oh, get smashed yeah. by 55,000 points. That was last game. Though. I know, yeah, I, know I know. So we'll see how we go. But well, that's it. My, yeah, that's it, guys. And well, it's, it's Most thing is we're very excited. Yeah, so we won't be doing um, we won't be doing a review of the final. We're just doing a preview of the Rugby World yeah. Cup final. So this will be it for our little feature in the, on the Rugby World Cup, our three-part. Uh, Two-part. Two. Two. Well, we had three, but the first oh, one didn't right. make yeah, the first oh, one. That's right. I didn't mean We don't like to talk about the first one. It did happen, I swear. And I predicted everything that's happened to happen. It was Bullshit ridiculous. Hours. I'm so I, upset. You did not. It's, it, you know what it reminds me of? Tenacious D tribute. Get stuff. Greatest podcast in the world. <laughs> so we did a tribute. That's what it was. So we've distributed it. It was. But, it was uh, probably the best episode we've ever recorded. Though. Oh, it did make it so much so sense. Like we finished it, we were like, our, yeah. Our, we my, like my, rants, my rants were spot on. They were, they were, they were on point. They were. <laughs> you, you got points for that. Luke's good. Luke's fucking talking. Shit talking on me was good. I, was. I liked the way he took the piss out of me. <laughs> uh, but anyway, my point was. Fan. My point is that you won't be hearing from us again until the start of the test series. Do in you Australia. realize when that is? It's pretty soon. It's like a month away. No, yeah. it's like a two weeks away. Two weeks away. So it's yeah, a fifth we'll be of November. We'll be back. We will be back. Shoutly. Very shoutly. You guys we'll, stick around. It'll be ready to hear our voices talk about cricket and uh, get back into it. Balls and just woods. A, just a, yeah, a little, a little, a little love, a little bit of love uh, to, to get you over uh, with the, uh, the Matador. <laughs> <laughs> that one came out nice and easy. Which <laughs> I was like, you'll get it. Come on, just get there. you get it. <laughs> You're just going to let the, yeah, the tongue... The gonna tongue let it control. come out, let that tongue run around and let it find its way home. <laughs> but I do want to say that that will be it. Yep. That's until, it for this one. We hope you enjoy the Rugby World Cup final up the Wallabies. Yep. Thank you for joining us. It's been a terrific Rugby World Cup 2015. Can't wait for Japan 2019. So oh, thank so you excited. very much for listening. Thanks, we'll see guys. you again we'll soon. See you, well, you'll listen to us soon. Yeah, you won't see us, You'll, actually. You won't see us. Unless we send up pictures or something. But You, you can see our photos. Yeah, but then they'll know we do it nude. Oh. Yeah. Words, and then make like a... <laughs>